My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And you thought that last week was going to be our last foray into Pride Month? Y'all, <laughs> you haven't been listening to this podcast long enough because we love Pride Month here. So we decided to do like a really fun and informative, not like deep informative like we're talking just a friendly informative for those of you who are unfamiliar with the genre sort of genre i'll get into that later and we're going to talk about bl and yahweh and mm-hmm. it's you know it's history and popularity our and professor caps are on yes we put on our little <laughs> professor for this introductory Pretend we have chalkboards behind us introductory course we're gonna we're gonna go over some some terms, a, a very sort of loose timeline of the whole BL phenomena, as it were, some common tropes that show up. Of course, we're going to have to go into the issues because, you know, it's there. Of course, we're going to talk about famous couples because everyone loves that shit and just, you know, have a good time. We're going to have a good time talking about BL. Before we get started, if you're unfamiliar, that's the first term you're going to need to know to really get through this episode is that BL stands for boys love or MLM not that MLM not but men loving men not a multi-level level I mean it could be both but like be both, but in the terms of what we're talking we're not, listen we're not a pyramid scheme the only pyramid scheme going on is the scheme to get you to enjoy some which if you're like me and my fyp is just a mess and weird mm-hmm. i get both yeah bl stuff and i get the mlm like like people who are trying to always like make sure people like don't believe in mlms and it's like no 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 wrong mlm bestie <laughs> so it's a very hard <laughs> place to be in you're like oh. <laughs> so I think first we should go through like a very brief history of the genre and how it became to be internationally popular. So obviously gay people have always existed. Mm-hmm. So, and gay people in fiction have always existed. Looking at you, Achilles. <laughs> uh, and if y'all don't think Achilles was gay, come on. Come on. He wanted his ashes mixed with his best friend. Like, Air okay, quotes. Let's, let's, yeah. let's you know, let's move to this. But in terms of the modern age, we have to go back to like the 60s. What's happening is there's a split between the East and the West right now, but they both lead to the same place. So stay with me, friends. So in the 60s, a little show in the West came out called Star Trek. Very little show. Just a little you know, show. I don't know little... if you've heard of it. I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, with Star Trek, really became the boom of what we now know as fan fiction people were really into star Star trek really did for fan fiction and cosplaying what no other show Mm -hmm. had done before like the fan culture around star trek was basically not seen as much before then and one thing that emerged from this was that women love star trek like a yeah, lot of women love Star Trek, and a lot of women loved Kirk, and a lot of women loved Spock. And unbeknownst to many of the men watching this, <laughs> uh, a lot of women liked writing and drawing relatively explicit fiction about Spock and Kirk being in love because they 
rightfully read the room there and noticed that their friendship was written as a romance, which is something that happens a lot in fiction where you're watching something where it seems like the writers think that you think that it's a straight friendship, but they're using romantic tropes and you're just like, I'm reading between the lines, you know? <laughs> And this is seen, you know, like, look at Supernatural, like, Dean cast, that was written as a couple, and then they hoodwinked all of us for 15 mm. seasons, you know what I mean? So anyway, the 70s, also in Japan, where Star Trek was popular still, it is an international, Star Trek is an international beloved thing, but the 70s also begins the emergence of uh, male-male pairings in shoujo manga which was manga that was marketed towards women and girls. It was called Shonen Ai, and it was gaining popularity with its primarily female fan base. Very tame stuff. Like, if you've ever read, like, a Shonen Ai manga, they're, they're not the webtoons that you may Yeah, they're, like, mostly, days. like, what you would see is, like, a fluffy romances. Yeah, almost so would be the, like, no... best description. Yeah, no sexual content, like, nothing of that. But, of course, the world is horny. So, <laughs> there's an we underground. That's like, what human. <laughs> wait, the human. Human beings got a human being and be horny. And so, the popularity of Shonen Eye also reigns the underground amateur manga, the Yaoi, which is basically Shonen Eye, but with fucking. So, <laughs> lots of, you know, that's... Bonus. That's also was born. That's where born the sort of the stylized that you see made fun of, where like the if you've ever heard of Yaoi hands, where it's like these just these long creepy that that comes out of these sort of amateur sexy <laughs> romance comics. So in the nineties, Yaoi starts to be made mainstream. And in the 90s and 2000s, with uh, like anime and manga starting to be translated into multiple languages and exported as part of, you know, J Japan's soft power boom, where because suddenly anime was everywhere in the 90s. But it wasn't just Sailor Moon that was coming out. Here. It wasn't just, you know... Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. There was there was other things. <laughs> there were other things. <laughs> so and also the internet started being a thing. So it wasn't just you know like these mainstream like shoujo mangas that were coming, but other things that were coming. But uh, because <laughs> fan translations of these scanlations, which is a term for illegally scanned manga that is distributed online uh, began to be very popular. And because as the internet was growing, there are internet communities of fans and fan fiction writers and fan artists also created full forums and communities. So like Live Journal, oh, Live Journal. Oh, Live Journal. Live Fanfiction.net. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wattpad, AO3, these sorts of things. Oh my gosh, that time was a, a wild time. It was a wild, it was a wild <laughs> west. It was a wild west of fandom. You never knew what you were going to find. I, you would, you'd think you were about to be, man, I remember back in the day, Harry Potter fan fiction. You think you're just going to be reading and suddenly it's the nastiest stuff oh. you've ever <laughs> X-Files. X-Files oh. is one of the biggest fan fiction like oh. genre oh. or subsections to yeah. this day and it's yeah. 
Wild. I was big. I was big on the Wild. Roswell fan fiction. Uh. Um, not the Roswell New Mexico show, but the original Roswell of my <laughs> youth, which was great. So this is the time that mainstreamed Fujoshi and Fundanchi culture. Now, if you're wondering, what is Fujoshi and Fundanchi? We're back to another terminology. So for anyone taking notes, uh, Fujoshi is a Japanese term that translates directly to rotten woman, which basically is a woman who enjoys male male fiction and fun danji is rotten man it is the same it is a man who enjoys male male pairings so this sort of became a you know the the yaoi community proudly calling themselves fujoshis and fundanchis which has become a bit of a less than stellar way to refer to yourselves these days because it's anyway, we'll get we'll get into that so in the 2000s Japanese live-action Yahweh and BL comes into very limited popularity. This is mostly due to the fact that homosexuality, not really a public thing, so they were usually very small productions that didn't really go anywhere, and people were still, you wouldn't, you know, be out there being like, I am a proud Fujoshi, I love yeah. gay stories. That wasn't it's just, a like, thing. inherently harder to have that genre in, like, with full like live action, like yeah. actual actors and actual people working on, well, not actual, that's a wrong term, but like yeah. people that are living and breathing, working actively, and, like, you know, doing yeah. the process as opposed to someone drawing the characters because it gets to be a little bit more. Because you like, could be anonymous if yeah, you're drawing under, because a little more safe. Of, yeah, 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 it's a safer medium to express mm -hmm. those kind of stories. Mm -hmm. So, Thailand picks up in the in the early 2010s is like hey hey this gay stuff people really are into this and i bet we could make money off of it because Thailand right then had like a very flourishing uh tourism of less than savory means uh a lot of gay prostitution uh you know trans women being made of you know cabaret shows and stuff which they still do let's let's be honest here so in the 2010s they decide to capitalize on yaoi culture and they really jumped on that fujoshi train and there were two notable dramas that came out that really sort of skyrocketed the the popularity and that would be lovesick and uh, the little show that could sodas um <laughs> whew. So the popularity of these shows begins as culture of the Kujin couple. We're back to another term here. So Kujin is a fake business ship that's played for fans. So there's a, it translates to imaginary. So they're an imaginary couple that you can fantasize about. And then they will, you know, have these couples that will appear in multiple dramas as different characters, but it's always the same actors. Um, and they have that with male-female pairings as well yes. like it's not yeah. just a, a boy love thing so yeah. so for even the male female was that kind of a thing that thailand kind of first capitalized on yeah thailand really it's not that they were the first ones to like do it but it was really they were the first ones to like commodify it in a business sense mm -hmm. and like to really be like and for and the one that really did it that really brought this all together was the chris singto couple or pariah was their fandom name because they have fandom names and everything it's wild and they were the couple that starred in sodas which was 
still hilariously popular to this day. Like, Sotus is the mm-hmm. the OG, like, come to Jesus BL, right? And so Chris Singto became just bankable names. And so GMMTV has really made this an art form at this point. Like, all they were really the big company doing this in the BL world. Other companies, you know, like we got like TV Thunder and Domandi and stuff. They're they're doing it. But no one was quite doing it. <laughs> like GMFTV has done it for so many years. So in like the mid 2010s, they begin to like put official su- before this it was back to the old, you know, you find subtitles for these on the forums. You you're still underground if you're not in Thailand. But in the mid uh, 2010s, they start putting them on YouTube with official subtitles. And so there's an explosion of popularity worldwide. People love these dramas. They can't get enough of all of these situations. So other countries then begin to go like, I want a piece of this pie. Taiwan's been doing it. They're having a great time. And in fact, I'm going to call out Taiwan with a thumbs up because they're the only country that backed up their... BL television production with legitimate governmental protections for the gay communities. So in other countries, it's not illegal to be gay, but Taiwan's the only country that has gay marriage, equal protection under the law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So good job, Taiwan. Yeah. So I think that probably the most famous example of it going wrong would have to be China, where China's... (laughs) China has a very um, popular underground gay novel um, situation, but it's considered pornography. So it's technically illegal to be produced in China, which is why you see all of these, you know, Chinese gay novels that have um, code names for the authors. It's to protect their identities. But China decided, a company decided to make a famous little (laughs) BL drama called Addicted. Um, which was very popular. It's, it, I don't recommend it. It's extremely toxic. Okay. But it was extremely popular and so popular that the Chinese government said, absolutely not. Ab- no, this is not what we want people to think of China because nothing says strength like being scared of gay stepbrothers. And <laughs> not only banned the show while it was still in mid-production, so, like, the show literally just ends in the middle of an episode. It's like, so weird. It's it's so like a very, like, weird like... ending. Like, it just ends because... Yeah. And then the two actors were banned from appearing on television together. Oh. Uh, and then since then, uh, Chinese people have... The Chinese entertainment industry is still knowing that, no, my friends, this makes money. And we like making money. They've led to a very uh, fun bromance industry where they take explicitly gay novels and then make you know coded gay television series about them uh so bromance being bro romance brotherly romance it's not really romance they're just nothing gay because they're not gay yeah literally there's some where they call each other their soulmates but it's like not in a gay way <laughs> yeah. like, don't worry about it. like but like people watching it, it they, you know like most people it always no, leads it's... to like the funny like 
the articles on my drama list and stuff where oh it's like, God. oh, if you want to watch a great show with no romance, you should watch The Untamed. And, and we're like, just like, nah, friend. Oh, like, if you didn't see the romance in The Untamed, you When bad. you're me, they're so misleading because I want, so misleading. I want that. I want best friends who are soulmates. Uh-huh. Yeah, but nice. I don't want them because they had to be that way because yeah. they weren't allowed to be yeah. freely who they were. I think, like, I think my favorite, yeah. if we're talking about The Untamed, which is a famous, a very famous bromance, I say in air quotes, that is very, like you watch it and you're like, those motherfuckers in love. Like, they're in love. <laughs> um, my favorite article about someone who just like didn't pick up the very overt subtext was, why do women love The Untamed? Is it because of all the handsome bachelors they can choose from? And we're all sitting here like, girl, no. <laughs> girl, I mean, no. If you watch the like behind the scenes stuff from The Untamed. They know. Even, they know. Like, they know. The, the director gave them the source material the director was like okay so in the book after this you guys have wild sex so like keep that in mind when you're looking at each other across the table you know or whatever right like it's yeah they know what they're doing when they're doing it it's Mm -hmm. not it's not like afterwards they were like what like no they're playing it romantically because they know it, it it's is a romance. And it even, is. even at this mo- so at this moment in Chinese stuff, however, like even the bromance productions and stuff, haven't they had to like kind of pull that back a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. even? Yes, they have. Yes. They've been a little too obvious. They've, um, yeah. they've stated that you can be, you can have gay characters, but they can't be obviously gay and they can't have a relationship. Yeah. Which means they can't be gay. Which means they can't right. be gay. So, because um, you know, nothing says strength like being scared of gay people. Good job, you've done it. More recently, very recently, Korea has decided to uh, jump on, on this train. BL game. They are making mostly web dramas, so mm-hmm. we're working up to those full length. We've only had one semi full length to this date, which was Light on You, which was like half an hour episode. So, like, they're slowly they're like inching. making they're making their way towards that you know fitting more characters in the mainstream dramas yeah. too right? like side yeah. characters and stuff. so we're getting there we're we're getting there so yeah so that's basically the brief history of how bl became to be popular worldwide from star trek all the way to semantic error uh <laughs> we got the whole thing there are some important terms that you probably will run into when you encounter the bl world so obviously bl it means boys love uh kujin imaginary couple now we get into some shifty stuff so we have the <laughs> from, from yahweh you have you will you may see people calling characters uke uke or seme s-e-m-e which means the passive and the active aka the bottom or the top this is mostly nonsense used by people who yeah. don't know how gay sex works because like it's, yeah. it's never that hard because fast, my I, I mean it's always it's always like the little one is yeah whichever That's one not, is whichever i can never remember what because i don't care right uh, like i don't because yeah, it's, it's know, not a thing I, it's it's whatever not but like it's always like the big one is the top and the little one is the and you're like but does the size does your height affect your no. sexuality like no, i don't know doesn't think that, and, no and that's you know, not really how that works right? so it's like okay. this is all the fictionalized gay relationship yeah i guess it's like mostly for i don't know straight like people this, well just like 
more descriptions too, like to since you don't have like if you're like if especially if you're like you're reading something you don't have the illustrations of what's going on so maybe it's that but like also a lot of these terms are purely for tags for things so people yeah. can search mm-hmm. out these specific things yeah. easier hmm. so a ship which is an imaginary relationship between two actors which two is not characters. from bl files yeah, is the one that yeah X-Files is the one that came up with this i credit where it's due i'm just saying <laughs> for people who are very unfamiliar yes. with the, this is an important term you need to know another very important term for if you're sailing the seas would be otp mm-hmm. which is concerning ships which means you're one true pair or your favorite ship. We feel like OTP for a while like became like the cooler, younger kids term for those ships for a yeah. while. And it's kind but of they, like, they, they would use it for every back. ship. But no, it's supposed to be for your favorite ship. Yeah. You know? Uh there's also ghost ship, by the way. This is not even I didn't even put this in my my notes, but a ghost ship is like if you ship two characters that don't even appear together. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, so that it's just like that person would be great. It's like you're <laughs> way far off. And I've seen some wild ghost ships on mm-hmm. AO3. Uh, uh, yeah. Just absolutely yes. unhinged yeah. stuff <laughs> over there. So bromance is a suggested but not explicit romance between two male characters. Did you uh, see a lot in K-dramas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, very much so. Uh, queer baiting, which is an advertising a show as though it will have homosexual themes, but then the show has absolutely mm-hmm. no homosexual content. Now, I got to say, like, a lot of people will call things like, you know, Word of Honor or The Untamed or Guardian queer baiting. They're not. They're censored. It's a different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Queer baiting but... would be that that Taiwanese mermaid drama that just came out, which yeah. is not gay at all, but mm-hmm. is advertised very much as advertised such. as if it is. Or like, there, there's one that there's a Taiwanese drama. It's called, I think it's called Befriend. And. Mm-hmm. What happens is there's a single scene where pretty much a Fudoshi character imagines that there's a feel plot. And then that is what got flipped for a lot of people to then want to watch it. And then the show itself, you know, that was a daydream and that was it. Mm -hmm. Thus, queer baiting. Yeah. And you can (laughs) also like apply this because sometimes the queer baiting actually it just happens from kind of. And I'm not saying this, it could have been a queer baiting situation, but like the fans doing something that then it becomes a queer baiting thing because they've hyped they it up too much, they fictionalized yeah. it, and then it becomes a bad thing. So it can be both ways. It could be like a marketing thing mm-hmm. or not. We're not going to get into it, but K-pop idols do this do a, lot, a lot too. Yeah. But I think especially when, when we talked about it on our last episode, there has to be always when you're thinking about these things, you have to think of the political climate these people are yeah. in because sometimes it's not queer baiting if that's all they get. Yeah. So you just have to kind of like put yourself in the position of what yeah. like they actually you have, have to look at things through different lenses because mm-hmm. sometimes it's not quite what you think. But like is. an example of even on the Western side of things. So like our flag means death, which <laughs> we all know now mm-hmm. is the gay pirate show. However, right when it was out, and people were, you know, watching it. Everything was light enough to where it was like, are the, is it really a thing? You know, they were wondering yeah. if they were being queer baited, and you're, you're so used to being queer baited within yeah. these shows to where it's just light enough to where it's like, ah, uh, they're gonna turn it, aren't they? And they're gonna say no, and then they they didn't say no. They allowed those to be yeah. relationships, Sky, and Sky it was very intentional. A very funny TikTok about a woman 
who was talking to her ex-husband and he had started watching it and she was like oh you love that gay pirate show huh and he's like i don't think it's that gay and she was like Wait. pardon excuse me <laughs> like, and he didn't pick up gay. all the subtext yeah, he didn't pick up the subtext because until straight point. men apparently a lot of straight men can't see gay subtext because of well because they are like they're all they're friends they're friends uh-huh but sure, that's what it is and see this haven't figured this is out the yet. problem but it's the because... point the point oh, was the show could have and that's so all yeah. these all these queer the queer audience was like watching it holding their breath mm -hmm. going oh they're gonna turn it just like every other western show they're gonna give us yeah. the bait mm -hmm. and then they're gonna switch it and then they didn't switch they it didn't they actually switch allowed it. those relationships it. to fully develop and then yeah. they're like thank you like they were amazed that they actually and, got what yeah. they were promised and this is this is because a lot of I would say probably straight male writers and directors don't realize that when they're writing platonic friendships, they're using romantic tropes. And so we as the audience who knows these romantic tropes, they're romantic tropes. Of course, you're going to read into that. And then when they're like, oh, what are you, ta what are you talking mm -hmm. about? There was nothing romantic there. And you're like, then stop only one betting us like I don't what are you doing here like, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they haven't figured that out themselves so mm -hmm. they're doing it like almost they're not picking it up on it because yeah. they won't allow it because of whatever issues they have with patriarchal it patriarchal issues that yeah. Fucking um, yeah and so they're just not good enough writers to figure out that that's what's happening and they think that's like supposed to be it and you're like no actually that that is a gay relationship so Maybe you should look up your past relationships. Maybe you actually love that person more than a friend. Maybe you should. I don't want to yeah, tell like, you maybe, your maybe issues. Maybe you need to but... sit down and let's have a conversation about your past relationships. <laughs> but still, like, if there wasn't a stigma against all of this, we wouldn't have these like issues as yeah. much. Like, we'd still but... have them because people suck at writing sometimes. But like, <laughs> it, it is weird it when less. you see like guys who who watch something like the untamed or the gay pirates or whatever and they're like no no it's super straight and you're like do you do those things with your guy friends and they're like well no and you're like or sometimes they do and they're like, like but no i'm straight and you're like no you're, and you're not your and you're like, straight? Like, if, you, if that's what you want to believe like i'm not going to force anyone out of the closet but yeah. your closet's got a pretty glass door right now my guy <laughs> like no you could talk to me like, like that's a really safe space you like you can tell us anything but like happy pride month <laughs> you know yeah just so you know if that's what you're exhibiting like at the bar with your buddies everyone else at the bar everyone else at the bar is making assumptions like yeah. Which is fine. Which, yeah. <laughs> anyway, MLM is men loving men, and WLW is women loving women, and GL is girls love. And then finally, and this this applies primarily to Thai dramas, but it is important to know because if you're unaware of this one thing, some things will become very odd if you've never seen Sodas because it's all the future engineering based romances reference sodas without you being aware of it and that is the gear so it's a trope uh to tie bl which for a long time featured college romances where one or both of the couples were engineering students they all had like gears to indicate like a little gear on a necklace to indicate they were engineering students and they would exchange them like engagement rings so it's like 
I want to give you my gear is like, I want to go steady with you. So that's, you know, an important thing. Like if you're unaware of where that came from, the answer is SOTUS. If you're unaware where most of these like tie BL like tropes come from, the answer is always SOTUS. (laughs) What's just funny about that is like, if you, if you didn't know the gear thing and if, if someone was just like gear and then depending on like how straight your intake of, media is or how queer your intake of media because like it has different connotations if, yeah if you're just no. assuming the term gear that could be very funny very <laughs> yeah <laughs> i also want to make one note about yaoi the term mm-hmm. if you're an old like me yaoi used to be the blanket especially in international spaces the blanket for boys love content so if you saw yaoi there was going to be a gay romance. Like, even surpass the, like, what it actually meant in Japanese. It would just, you would be guaranteed that at some level there will be boys loving boys. And mm-hmm. at some point, BL was interchanged. But if you're, like, an old person, you constantly always want to see Yaoi and then be like, no. And it's one of those things that I... I'll, like it's mm-hmm. where I like really I'm like oh man I'm old <laughs> oh no it's yeah. not that now same well okay. and you'll you'll see because of that in uh, Thailand they don't generally call them boy love series they call, they call them, them y, y series yeah so y series is just the same thing as a boys love series but it stems from yaoi it's literally but just yaoi this series. is also y something series. if you were personally going on and like researching stuff yourself because BL stuff like got so expansive in international spaces because the internet became more advanced Mm -hmm. and stuff. You will still find lists, especially of like animes and stuff that are yaoi animes or Mm -hmm. like yaoi stuff Mm -hmm. or like fan fiction and stuff that like predate BL that like you could stumble upon. And like knowing that it may not exactly mean the same thing, like could help your like, and also like like, figuring out things. There's some questionable stuff out there. So yes. Uh, mind yeah. the tags because sometimes <laughs> Cause, there's stuff you don't want to see yeah no when you first start getting Sorry. into this stuff and, and you i mean even five years ago finding stuff you'd find stuff like clipped on youtube or mm. like the older japanese stuff and it's we're not even talking questionable consent it's just flat out no, like rapey none. stuff yeah it, lots of violence lots of every somebody has to be dead in the end like yeah. it, it, you can't it, be happy it, it's because like it was, it was not such happy. a taboo that if it was a taboo they're gonna go all the way taboo with it mm-hmm. right make it to make it more sensational so people will remember it more which you don't have to do anymore thankfully so every time i see you know like a, a rom-com doing these old school i'm just like you don't have to be this way it doesn't have to be this way i'm looking at you history for right looking at you over to like fluffy you know we get the super fluffy like just very very easy and now it feels like the pendulum is swinging back to the center where we're getting like just a little bit of both like it's just normal and this actually leads into a very important point that I think a lot of people misunderstand in that BL is not a genre. BL is a tag. So BL simply means that there's two male presenting people in love. It is not a genre. Rom-com is a genre. Crime thriller is a genre. Sci-fi is a genre. And all of those can also be BL. Yes. So you don't the have problem- to... With that yeah. lies in the, like, a quantity that you have. Mm-hmm. So 
BL just becomes a genre, but it's not a genre, but it, there's nowhere else to put it type thing when mm-hmm. you want to search specifically for things. Mm-hmm. You, if you just search thriller, you're not going to be guaranteed Boyla. But if you want a BL, that's also a thriller. Yeah. It has to be tagged that way. And so it's a yeah. little bit hard, but it's not actually a genre. It's just that, yeah. like, but a lot, you know, there's a lot of people that think, you can't put think, anywhere else. You yeah, know? Maybe, yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that I've seen who think that all BLs are like bad buddy or yes. something. Yeah. They and have that's not the case. College and so flat. and so they get really upset if they'll watch like a Kin Porsche or a Manner of Death or something and be like, well this isn't you know this isn't romantic. I this isn't healthy. And I'm just like, well no. Yeah, that's what I was yesterday just about to say. Somebody was saying that they had read a complaint about a fantasy one that had come out and it had a fantasy element to it. And this person was really upset about this because like, how did you get plot in my boy love? Like there's not supposed to yeah, be. They were mad. They were like, this, they were but angry. this isn't a BL. Like, and it was like fantasy. And I'm like, and BL I'm is like, not like, a genre, you... my friends. What? BL is a tag. It just indicates that two men are going to kiss at something. Yeah. If you're, unless you're in China. Then they're gonna no, they're gonna gaze at each other longingly with romantic <laughs> music playing, but then call each other like bro, good good friend, and, and then maybe allude to the fact that in some past life they were really good buddies too. Yeah, just yeah. real good buddies, <laughs> just like they crazy. they've been good they've been good friends <laughs> for like three thousand years. They've been okay. roommates for a millennia, you know. <laughs> So this this also leads into there are you know some issues with uh, BL that have come up that are actually a lot of them are slowly getting better, and I just I like to applaud the world as a whole for progressing in certain ways. We're inching, but you know what? Inching, but every every inch matters, you know. Yeah. So generally, in the countries that produce and make lots of money off of BL and queer content, have a ton of homophobia in them. Just an unbelievable amount. So a very few of the actors in the dramas up until recently even spoke up on behalf of queer issues. There, I will have to call out that there is a notable exception to this because there are two actors, two actors who act together, who from the beginning of their acting career have been for the gays. And that would be Max Tall, who, they, listen, they're out here doing the most. They've been very vocal for the community so thumbs up uh and even if like the actors are gay a lot of them can't even come out because of Mm -hmm. the situations that they you know live in so not great but hopefully all things you know keep slowly inching forwards as much Mm -hmm. as you know the haters don't want it to and it was only actually recently that shows would explicitly call characters gay i think that the first one i even saw was love by chance and it wasn't treated as a good thing like he was just bullied for being gay up until then it was common for dramas to employ the i'm not gay i just like you nonsense uh to get around that to be like oh they're not really gay it's just their soulmates like only one like they're pretty bi pan and gay like you know in thailand it had a lot to do with with censorship censorship recently right i think it was the director of um Tale of a Thousand Stars. Stars. Yeah, like he he said that this was the first drama he did that he was allowed to just have them talk about being gay. Have have him be like, yeah, I just like men. I only like men. Because that was, before that, you couldn't. Yeah. 
But so see, even look a small Which, step forward for nothing mankind, against. Right? You know, there are people who are bisexual. There are people who are mm-hmm. what's that one where demisexual. You demisexual right so like i just always read it as demisexual okay i guess everybody's a demisexual mm-hmm. in thailand yeah. i guess i'm just like sitting here like mm, i don't know you seem, you seem, you seem <laughs> pretty gay like there's like there'll be yeah. like a character who's like never dated a woman never shows any interest towards women women only is like only interested in this one guy and they'll still be like oh i'm not gay like i'm just, I'm just like and then now okay. we're getting you know like in semantic error we get actual bisexuals who are yeah. just like yeah, yeah okay yeah. i've dated women i date yeah, i date the people i like and you're like mm-hmm. okay cool so up until recently another issue is that most bl content was exclusively made by straight people and marketed to straight people which doesn't Between, really give oh you no. an accurate uh <laughs> an accurate depiction of the gay experience however yes, because this is... non-representation in the writer's room does no yeah, does not does no one any favors. Um, as, as a group of women we understand that when it's just straight men talking about mm-hmm. you you don't get because you can right. pick up on it and I, that's know? just the, it's the same way for every marginalized yeah. group you can pick up on it so yeah, yeah. This has been slowly changing and having more inclusion of a variety of queer voices and queer plots and queer characters. Um, And it looks like it's only going to be getting better in the future. So we love to see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There has also been a real lack of girls love content, which we, Jesse and I mourn constantly. We need them more. We need them more. Um, And that's also slowly changing. So hopefully more lesbian and bisexual women's stories and trans women's stories and can become more mainstream soon on that front i'd like to just encourage like whenever if you you know when the few does come out like support them the few girls love things pop up support them yeah like even if they're not that good just watch it even if you weren't going to watch it like i feel like just like retweeting or wherever you're like located mm -hmm. like telling people about them Mm -hmm. talking Mm -hmm. about them on social media and stuff even if it's not something that you yourself is going to partake in and watch and you don't have to like the girl like you don't have to watch it and even love it too like Mm -hmm. just getting it out there because then more people will see it and more people who like it will then be like, oh, and then we'll just like create more like discussion around it. And then when people see that there is a demand for something, that's when they that's decide when they to do it. Money. Like, cause yeah. money makes the world go round. And so at a certain point you have to kind of, you have to be vocal about that and get those spots so that they can get these mm-hmm. investors. Cause this stuff all takes a lot of money to produce. Yeah. And that's like, like the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Like I think an easy example, so this will be Western side of things, but so Let's say that someone was all about supporting Netflix's Heartstopper. Mm-hmm. And then here soon on the 10th on Netflix is going to be a vampire, vampire hunter, yes. lesbian show. Yeah, I'm so pumped. First Me bite, too. So pumped. Which like, yeah, I totally yeah. understand as far as genre, these are two different Very things. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Wildly so, different. So I'm not necessarily saying that if you love Heartstopper, you must watch this other genre show but i do think if you want to be supportive of these lgbtq shows please support support the lgbtq shows yeah yes at least give it a little retweet or like and definitely about it like definitely if you identify as a femme presenting individual we take one for the girls yeah yeah keep 
we need more women voices and more shows because and more everything. How great would it be for us in the near future to be able to make an episode just like this, but with GLs? Like yeah. to be able to have like a discussion on it, have like fun little like quirks mm -hmm. about the community or like different yeah. like terminology for have, it. That would have be great. Specific to GL. And we it just don't wonderful. have that now. Mm -hmm. And it, it, like it's slowly getting there, but it's not at the speed of yeah. BLs. And that's one of the things that I, I know I've talked about this in the past on this podcast, but like, really, if you are a person who is in the BL space and are actively in that, it's imperative that you are also vocal about GLs, even if you yeah. are never going to watch them. You have to like, otherwise, understand just, that fake. like, that's the we're only reason. Yeah, like, yeah. and it, these things need to be coming out. And it's not just up to people who are in who like identify as that mm -hmm. to do that because it's, mm -hmm. it's not gonna change if we aren't all, all backing up each other exactly like with mm -hmm. any marginalized communities or anything like that right if mm -hmm. if You'll white people together. speak up for the people of color if men don't speak up for women like it, it just it always has to be everybody has to speak or else mm -hmm. the witches get lost right so do that why if you're into vampires there's a lesbian vampire show coming out on netflix so i'm really excited oh my god very excited about it. it's also written by an author i really like like the book is based on a oh yeah a, a, oh god my butt of course my mind fee schwab fee schwab yes um yeah, yeah. and she's an excellent author uh so i'm very i'm very pumped very pumped I'm gonna download it to watch on the train is what i'm gonna do uh so there's some common tropes that have been associated with uh, BL drama, specifically like romance, like rom-com style, like what people think when they think of BL as a genre, even though, as we previously said, it's not a genre, it's a tag. Uh, so one that comes up a lot that's become sort of a meme is uh, engineering students. So engineering uh -huh. students just uh -huh. apparently the, the gayest department in college, just and barely. You always, yeah. You see, the boy love fans always joke about like if you, if if you're a kid in in Thailand, that's how you come out. You tell so your you parents, kind of be like, I want to go to engineering, engineering school, and the parents go, No. <laughs> well, like, so and then you know, sometimes they'll romance architecture students because apparently engineering and architecture has beef, so it makes like a good like rivals to lovers. A lot of like romancing medical students too. Like apparently the doctors also pretty gay. All these professionals are yeah. just super duper gay. Another common thing that comes up is. Uh, female characters in these dramas not realizing that gay men exist and apparently being just like just listen, blindsided yeah, just, just absolutely blind to the fact that this extremely gay person is gay and so like they'll they'll think that they're competing for like they'll be like yeah if i just dress sexy this person will like me and it's like i'm gay like no like it's, it's very so, clear they're not into you yeah <laughs> so another thing that comes up less so frequently now but for a couple of years this was a really popular one which would be that, and it does come up again, I'm looking at you, love mechanics, I'm looking at you, uh, engineering students, they can't help themselves, is that one of the characters will have a girlfriend, but will have, like, a guy on the side. So, like, they'll be cheating on their girlfriend with a guy, and then, like, you know, that leads to just sheer shenanigans, but it's like, ooh, so taboo, the, bi the bisexual panic, we don't like it, okay? We don't need this. 
We don't like cheating don't, in general because that's like the other in general, one. Is and also, like, it gives bisexual people a bad name. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If there's a second season of a boy love series, almost guaranteed the plot line is going to be cheating. Like yeah, that that's I hate it. what they're going to get. I don't give like you. it. And you're like, and I want no, it to end. No one likes not. it. No one's a fan. Also, another thing that'll happen is if it's a college drama, this is very, very specific to college dramas, they'll have like a friend group. Everyone in that group is gay. Yeah. Just somehow. Just or it. specifically if it's the best friend who's like oh, very oh, yeah. close that's not a re- like a relationship, she's yeah, also a lesbian. Gay. Yeah. They're, no, if it's, they're a girl. Like, if, if yeah. it's a group of dudes, they're all gay. They're all paired up with another dude by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But, but if, there, if there is another girl, girl, but if there's, like, there's a girl in that, that circle, she yeah. must be in. Yeah. Or it's like, be like lesbian or bi. It's, yeah. it's like, always like it's like West Side Story, but gay. Like it's yeah, always, exactly. You know, there's, West Side Story is pretty gay. And yeah. then they're all, and you're like, <laughs> by the end okay. of it, yeah, it's like you're just like, okay, I know that like gay people are like 13 percent of the population, but like not in these colleges. <laughs> Listen, those conservatives were right. <laughs> Academic <laughs> institutions <laughs> are turning our men gay. Uh, apparently, uh, there, another popular plot point is a romantic beach vacation. We love to see them, mm-hmm. so there usually be like a fun beach episode, which I think sort of comes from anime. Because there's usually like a fun beach episode in lots of animes too. Yeah. So well, it won't no, even be connected to the plot. It'll just be like they go to the beach for reasons. Is it like a thing like in everywhere? Like if especially if you're like a landlocked area, maybe like the mm-hmm. going to water is like the most significant yeah. thing that you can go in relatively cheap. I feel like that's a a thing across the board. Yeah. Well, well definitely countries, the countries you know? that are islands too. I mean, it's, yeah. It's always a little weird to me. Like, I mean. I'm I'm on a lake, so we have like a beach ish, right? But like I've been to the ocean. I've been and you get these dramas from like tiny little like island countries and they're like, I've never been to the beach. And you're yeah, like and you're like it was like a really? sixteen minute walk. Like, <laughs> like but usually doing? there's there's some big revelation that happens at the beach. Yeah. Like it's you're not very just a beach. It's not just a beach. And those vacation. beaches are always clear of anyone else. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's like the beach is like you'll have like your big first like your confession scene or like your first kiss or like something real romantic i think the best use of this was probably until we meet again with um they had a whole coming out scene on a beach and it was i'm still sad thinking about it It was so beautiful (laughs) Uh, other things that come up a real popular plot we got the rivals to lovers they love that Mm. that's a big like enemies to lovers rivals to lovers love it they're mm, they're into that shit and then one that I need to point out, but it's coming less and less, but it still shows up. So be warned. Uh, very questionable consent. Extremely questionable consent uh, is a common yeah. situation that we, that is fading, you know. Just as a, still... as a question, with so Thai specific, hmm. Lacorns La kind of yeah. have a lot of questionable consent as yes, well. Yes, because it's like, you know, over-the-top, dramatic, uh, soap opera-y style, mm-hmm. so that, you know, fits the genre. Also, probably with, with regards to terms and things, one of the things with, uh, especially with Thai Lacorns, and but especially with the boy love stuff, is you will often see stuff translated as rape, and like, joking about rape, like, I'm gonna rape you, and, and stuff. There is a word in Thai mean that means thing. to like, forcefully but consensually have sex with and it gets translated as rape 
all the time, but they aren't. I think the more accurate term would be like hey, jump I'm, you, but like playfully yeah, style. Like, you know what I mean? So it seems to be again happening less. Like as they become more aware of how those words are taken Out to of the context. Western so audience, they translate is, them better. Yeah, they're translating it more sort of accurately but like when you're watching older stuff or especially like older um conversations like that are older outside of the stuff. show like interviews and things you'll see a lot of like joking about rape and it's not it's not what we're talking about here with the questionable consent it's yeah that's not what they're doing when they say that usually i mean sometimes rape is a thing in the story and uh, mm -hmm. you know but when they're joking and they're laughing about like i'm gonna rape you like like, that's no, not they're, they're not saying. like actually so suggesting that's a, that is actually are. a very good thing to be worn because sometimes people. the translations can be especially on like older ones that didn't have like professional translations but mm -hmm. a lot of them are tr like fan translations mm -hmm. but i will say if you want a great translation you got a not a great translation but a fun translation is the original two moons that was translated by a fan called pink milk subs who puts her own little commentary into it as she's doing it like it's the best it's very cute it's just as like an aside this is just a general for anyone who's ever because i think now it's like less and less common for you people to watch their stuff with like fan subbed yeah. things um those were the days a lot of the times i would say even the majority of the times the person fan subbing they're not an English speaker by nature. Like it's not their first language. So just always remember that when you're watching so, them. Yeah. It inevitably is not like someone who is a trained translator. Right. But like also they're doing it for free for you. You're gonna like also. So, listen, yeah. you, get, you get what you pay. You know? <laughs> you know what? A lot of fan subs, especially like if you're watching other shows, the little commentary and like the background information that they add in the subtitles is chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Chef's kiss. Yeah, like I watched a J drama recently that was like that, and at the top they had put some of their squeen and stuff about. Yeah, stuff. and it's cute. It's like it's <laughs> fun because you're like someone who genuinely loved this show, subtitled this because they wanted other people to love this show, yeah. and there's something mm -hmm. really fun about that. Yeah, we're just we're gonna talk just briefly, bring you through some of the most uh, famous Kujin couples because you may see them online they all have fandom names uh this is not an exhaustive I, I, list i will say with if you're like outside of the bl world and you haven't even consumed all that much thai mm -hmm. entertainment it can be confusing it is, it is confusing as heck when you don't and when you don't fast. know that's a couple thing when it's just right. like what are these words mashed yeah. together i have yeah. no idea when we were discussing about. doing this like episode that was the one thing that i thought this would be good for because BL is so the fandom has so much many layers to it. Mm -hmm. Not to say other fandoms don't, but like it's very intimidating to at least be in the fandom space for BLs because yeah. of all this. If, you, if you, you're unaware, you don't know the terms, and you have like the ship names. Yeah, like there, there's all uh -huh. these like added things that like kind of go on on it, and especially when you're like first getting into it or first like learning about it, it's really hard. That's like a lot of information to like be thrown at you at all at once and you feel mm -hmm. like you have to know everything to be able to discuss everything which you don't have to but it, like you're a human it, it, it makes you feel well, like you have to honestly you know? it yeah. feels yeah. like k-pop fandom yes yeah. very, very as far much. as the terminology and then like even within the fandom space just because well, if, you, if you don't have a handle on some of the terms or some of the 
even just the vibes of the fandom space, you're going to, mm-hmm. you, you feel very yeah. lost very quick mm-hmm. and that, and you right. might say something wrong. And if, if a mean fan kind of hops on you, like it becomes a thing. And you <laughs> don't understand. So a lot of people, their first Thai drama was F4. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of controversy initially over that drama because two of the main actors were in a boy love together as a pair. And people were mad that they weren't the pairing in this and that they were just being friends in this. And so if you, as somebody who never watched a Thai drama, never watched any of this other stuff, came in, watched F4, and then suddenly mm-hmm. saw in the tags you see fighting and arguments and mm-hmm. nastiness, and you don't know where it's coming from, right? Because, like, I don't understand. They're all doing a good job, and, like, I like the show. Like, it just gets – it can be a struggle. So knowing these yeah. things mm-hmm. is part of the culture. So we're going to help you. We're going to help you out with some of the big names in the uh, Kujin world. Start with the mother of all Kujin couples or the roommates of all Kujin couples. Um, We've got Pariah, which are the fandom for Singto and Christ. The name is derived from their actual names, not their nicknames. So that's where Pariah comes from. A lot of these names also have ridiculous meanings for why this is the fandom name. The next big famous one. This was the first one I encountered as when I finally got into like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like a fandom space. Mm. And that would be Polka, uh, P-O-L-C-A, which are fans of Tay New, which they don't want, they don't act anymore together, but they were real big for a while. And um, it's after their name is derived from their two favorite animals, <laughs> which are a polar bear and an orca. So Polka. Cute. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is cute. Some of them do have pretty cute. But, by the way, and some of these actually even have light sticks and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like it's an <laughs> elaborate. They do like fan signings. They have, signings logos, they and, have like, fan, fan events. They have, yeah. yeah. Really ill considered concerts where they force these men to dance and sing, despite the fact they can do neither. They've got. Of it. course, that's yeah. not just a you know. No, that's like that. A, that's across the board. That's yeah. an actor thing. It, it's not okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> next, you've got Wanjai, which is fans of Mew Golf from Tharn Type. Um, Wanjai is Thai for sweethearts. Okay. I think that's a pretty cute fandom name. Yeah, pretty cute fandom name. Um, next, you got my personal ship. The ones I, I like on. the best, uh, Bobby, which are fans of Afghan. And the, I must admit, I don't love the ship name, but it is really stupid where it comes from. And that's because um, Off's nickname is Poppy. So Poppy and Baby. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's Baby with two I's instead of a Y. The unofficial, because they Max Tall do not have an official fandom name, but unofficially... People call themselves fireflies because their love for them lights up the night. Aww. Aww. Cute. Um, this one's really the fandom name is also not an official fandom name, but it's really funny as to why it's a fandom name. And it's fans of uh, Drake and Frank, who are used to be a GMMTV couple, but Frank has moved on. I love Drake, though. He's the one I refer to as eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. He's got great eyebrows. Uh, and they're called Pigeons. And the reason they're called pigeons is because Drake and Frank don't ever post on social media, so they only get crumbs. Pigeons and crumbs. <laughs> so Monterre are fans of Kim Cop, who are 
a very famous ship that just keeps going. Uh, they were in the original Two Moons. Uh, they were in Gen Y. They were in Close Friends. Uh, You're my candy. They're still going strong. And also, just in time for Pride Month, we're all very proud of them. Uh, Cop just came out as non-binary. So congratulations, yeah. Cop. So Monterre comes from their their full nicknames because it's Kimon and Copter. So Monterre. Fans of Earth and Cow are called Nineheart because cow means nine, and it's just cute. And Earth is very cute. So well, and Earth his um his tags on yes Kuhart was Kuhart so, so Nineheart that that was yeah. Uh, my Blue are fans of Fluke and Ohm, another one of my personal faves. They're in everything, and they're they just picked it because they liked it. The <laughs> literally like that was just, <laughs> Fluke and Ohm just picked it because they liked it. There was like a like a bunch of people submitted possible fandom names and they said, we like this one. And so that was the fandom <laughs> name. Me Too are fans of Jimmy and Tommy from Why Are You? I don't actually know why they're called Me Too, but they are. The next one I do know, and that's the <laughs> Broccolis, um, who are fans of Boone and Prem. And they're called Broccolis because in Until We Meet Again, there is a scene where <laughs> Boone's character says you have to like it's christmas time and they're like you have to kiss me if i'm under the mistletoe and he pulls out a full head of broccoli with a bow tied on it and holds it above his head so it became sort of a meme that it's like you don't know what mistletoe looks like and then they became broccolis um <laughs> trigon is fans of a very cursed ship uh, but a very famous popular ship which is perth saint Ooh. saint has way moved on from this he's he yeah. gone, okay? He doesn't stay in ships. Saint is a free agent. He's, <laughs> he's like, I'm an actor, not a fake yeah. boyfriend. So good for him. Uh, and Trigon comes from Tiger and Dragon. Ooh, and then yeah. finally, another another ship from way back when, uh, J9, which is Jung and Nine. No longer a thing. But you know what? People still love them. And they're still friends. Yeah. So it all works nicely. That's those are like the big ones. There's, there's of course like five billion more. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so I, I'm not sure we quite said this explicitly, but whenever the company capitalizes on these things, they have like fan meetings and yes. handshake times, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so yeah. it's not like it's not like a one-off thing typically. No, no, it yeah, goes no. on for years, and right? it's not like just like uh, people using this as like a way to talk about people. But like them combining their names to shorten it, like we do with no, like they have other like official famous fan couples clubs. or something. They have official these are like they huge have, things. Like, like imagine Opton a had their own fandom. television show. Like they yeah, had their own like sleepover TV show. It's so adorable where they would interview other actors <laughs> and like have them <laughs> they sleep had over like, at their apartment. Yeah, it was, it was you know sleepover with uh, it was off gun fun night mm. where they would have other actors and other ships just come to this bedroom that they had set up and they would just <laughs> eat and chat and do shenanigans and like a lot of these ships showed up on that if you're a gmm tv you showed up on off gun fun night at some point you know to just piggyback on that a little bit so like korea is starting to do this a little a little mm -hmm. they haven't quite figured they, out they, how to the marketability yet they like i mean <laughs> i i follow one actor kid who is in one of the recent Korean BLs. And I, I was even unaware after the BL that he was in was done, which was Cherry Blossoms After Winter, I think the name. Mm -hmm. Those two actors fan had meetings. a joint fan meeting thing because mm -hmm. of those, you know, because of that thing. And then 
probably the semantic error kids would have if one of them didn't hop over Join to the, the military. military yeah. I would probably have guessed they would have probably banked on that a little bit more. Well, yeah, but you like you also kind of see this. This has already been a thing in Korean entertainment too, mm-hmm. where like maybe a popular coupling because it's always in the straights. Thrift straights get everything annoying, but like <laughs> you know, a popular coupling. If both of the actors actually also happen to be singers as well, they'll do like a duet, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. and do some like other like fan type events too. So yeah. it's like they're pulling from what they already kind of do, and especially in K-pop spaces too. Like yeah. fan events oh, yeah. is like a huge thing. Oh, yeah. And when you're doing BLs with K-pop idols all the time, it's just like easy. They um, but then the they're game. also they seeing the what like they're obviously people are studying other countries entertainment. Yeah. Like that's like mm-hmm. across that's, the board everybody's doing the that. Smart right thing to do. So they're they, like, they see that and I think they see that like what they're doing and specifically Thailand and they're kind of Thailand's made it, it an art form. They've made shipping an art form at this point. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point so, where there was one couple like a straight couple that from one of the early dramas that I watched who were actually together in real life and they posted together on IG all the time but I didn't know if they were actually together in real life or not because I thought it was just a thing because they were in a show together um, and then it was like oh no, no they were no, really in love they're actually in love that's couple, nice you know? cool. they pulled a whole, a whole Hyuna Don on you yeah. <laughs> another popular thing to do which is popular in straight cinema too but there's a lot of underground online famous gay novels and comic books that then get turned into popular BL shows so I just wanted to run through a little list of some of the most popular came from a novel stuff just for people who are curious so of course the called the MAME universe I could do a whole episode on MAME and her problems okay she's a mess but she has written some very popular questionable novels that became popular questionable shows so she wrote love by chance she wrote my white whale darn type can't get rid of it and she also wrote don't say no and she's got a bunch of other stuff coming. she literally started her own entertainment company to produce her own books into tv shows so like because she is frequently not happy with whatever is going on with whatever she's sold it to like she doesn't like what the director is doing she doesn't like who they cast she doesn't like she's very picky but writes here. some of the most toxic relationships <laughs> ever seen. Like, like straight to jail we always joke we're like straight to jail scale it down like can we make this a little less rapey and she's like that's not what's in the book and you're like you're like, yeah, but the book's a little rapey, my wrong. guy. Like, <laughs> like I get that you have like a weird rape kink, but like that's the rest of us don't. You know, uh, I have to say, like, literally the only one, the only book that doesn't have like a rapist ending up with their partner is "Don't Say No" that I've seen so far. So, which, if you but just still has a title in it, it still has a rape plot in it, and the title Gosh. very questionable. The title, the most questionable part of that show. But moving on, um, it's popular at the moment. Ken Porsche, based on a based on a novel, okay. mm-hmm. based on a much less tame than the show novel. So, wow. if you were having problems with the content of the show, do not pick up the book. <laughs> um, Love Stage was a manga, which then became an anime, which then became a Japanese movie, which then became a Thai show. 
So they've been getting some good like mileage mileage out of love stage. Yeah. They've, you know, two moons, uh, which they're still trying to make the third iteration of. They should give up, but listen. <laughs> they're just, you, you know, they're trying. This production company doesn't learn. So Two Moons was based on, a, it was a pretty cute little book. Nothing too questionable in it. Uh, Cherry Magic, yeah. based on a manga, just sweet fluff. Uh, Semantic Error, based on Webtoon. Uh, Theory of Love, based on a novel. And I think was probably the most accurate to the novel that I've seen so far. Um Except, Although I, I dare say, they made the character, like, they made Off's character less hateable than he was in the book. And that's saying something, because if you've seen Theory of Love, for the first half of that show, you hate this guy. <laughs> You're just like, this guy fucking sucks. Addicted, a classic. Addicted was based on a novel. Advance Bravely, which... I have a personal theory about the show Advance Bravely, which was also a never another canceled before it could be finished Chinese show that wasn't explicit, but was pretty explicit at the same time uh, that I think was another they got pulled by censors situation uh, because they're like, oh, yeah, we're just bros who lie in bed shirtless together and one can only fall asleep Strip when, each other down when, and, he, when yeah. he rubs his back until he goes to sleep. Yeah, just normal friend things. Normal. Stupid show, but stupid book too, but still fun. Guardian, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Guardian is great. It's another Chinese bromance. The Untamed, Chinese bromance. Lovesick, the OG. The OG type BL, lovesick. Uh, that was also based on a novel. My Engineer, which brought Stuart to my life. So if you've heard me talk about Stuart, uh, he plays he plays a character that I love, and I love him. Uh, and my engineer, until we meet again, which is a very good novel and a very good show. And why are you is also a novel. So all of these based on novels and just and just like in like, straight media, they got to mine mine the written word for and ideas the untamed for books are like they're available English translations mm -hmm. with gorgeous covers like go to the bookstore and they're probably on yeah. an end cap somewhere and, and it's heaven's official blessing is like that's all the same yeah. universe yeah. Type it thing, is in the yes. same it's by the same it's by the same author it's not like the same universe but there is a animated version of heaven's official blessing um, um, there's also yeah. an animated like version of the untamed as well um, mm -hmm. And there's also a, a comic of The Untamed, which is called The Master of Demonic Cultivation, is the actual title of the book series. Yeah. The comic is, and the books are pretty spicy. So it takes a while to get spicy, but once it gets spicy, it goes spicy. So if that's something that you're, you know, maybe don't read the comic on the bus, you know? If, like, if just... you've only ever watched The Untamed and you go into the spaces, you'll see the phrase, every day means every day. Oh, boy. They're talking it about sex. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> means they have sex every day. Like, they are wild. So... And... I gotta say, though, The Untamed fandom is so endearing. During the first year of the pandemic, uh, AO3 did their, like, yearly, like, what's the most popular like you know tags and fandoms that it was the untamed people fucking love the untamed they just couldn't get enough and that was before the official english translations existed so wow. people were reading like machine translated and they oh, were just yeah. like i need more of this I and there's this so lot. many so many fan fictions so many cafes and colleges and 
some good, there's some I, real good shit. I read this one. It's not even on AO3 anymore. It got removed. And it's sad because it was like one of the best fics I've ever read. And it was about them, but they were like modern detective ghost hunters. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like it had everything I was, I was like, this is the perfect novel. Boom. And it's, <laughs> and it's here for free for me to read. What are you doing? Oh, fandom. <laughs> so now you may be wondering, where can I watch some of these fantastic dramas that you've presented to me? Uh, of course, Gaga Ulala. Not sponsored, but we could be because we love you, Gaga Ulala. They've <laughs> the place to go for queer media. They've got everything. Uh, Viki has been picking up quite a few, like because up until last year, there was a Thai. Uh, app called line tv where you could watch all these for free um but then it got shut down and then viki started picking up all of the shows and a lot of these shows are on youtube so they're on youtube and viki but the difference is is that generally when they're on youtube each episode is split into four or five parts so you have to like because that would be where the commercial breaks would be on tv right but on viki they combine them into one episode without the breaks so and Vicky's kind of... also been picking up Japanese BLs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Korean BLs are on Vicky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they even produce them. a lot of them yeah. themselves. Yeah. A lot of those shorter ones that are really just a movie, but they split it into. And they have listened to our episode from last year and got our emails that we sent about their rating systems because now the rating systems reflect the actual content. And mm-hmm. if there's too much kissing, it's not automatically an R anymore. So, yay! Yes. You listened. Now, listen to me about the thing I just emailed them about. <laughs> you know what I just listen, said. You know what it was. No, I'll tell you what it was is that. They added a download option, but the downloads expire after 48 hours. So if you're on a camping trip for a week, good fucking you. luck. You get, <laughs> you get the day you drive and maybe one more evening and that's it for your video. Stupid. <laughs> uh, Yi has started to pick up more and more. Um, I Listen, I love this sort of Yi expansion that's going on because it's like so clear to me that they're like, okay, we made it out of mainland China. We got to do everything we can. We got to do everything we can, like with our international audience to make money. And what do people like? They like the gays. And so they're just like, mm-hmm. listen, we got boys love now. We got things. Not in mainland China, but anywhere else. Anywhere else, you can get the boys love stuff. Like, don't worry about it. So they see money. They smelled money and said, let's open an office in Japan and then move on from mm-hmm. there. Uh, same for Tencent because WeTV also has quite a bit of these BL contents, and of course YouTube, where all of GMM all, all of GMM, <laughs> all of GMM TV exists, uh, and a lot of other things like Star Hunter has a bunch of stuff, like all these other companies, uh, mm-hmm. Saints Company, which is is that Star Hunter? No, it's something Idol, Idol Company or something. So they're who made um, Secret Crush on You and where the GL uh, gap is going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Is on that. There's we- also like a lot of like little like companies, little channels that yeah. do like very shorts of things. Like yeah, it's like maybe a 15 minute episode mm-hmm. of, or not even an episode, just a 15 minute short. And it's yeah, like all short GL show. or all BL. There and a lot of those also show up on Gaga Ulala. So if yeah. like you don't want to go hunting for them, they're all categorized on Google. Some of them aren't so translated, but like yeah. you can find a good amount. 
And uh, so that is and, and uh, Asian Asian Crush as well. Oh, Asian Crush, yeah, yes, yeah. Asian Crush as well. I think they're like I know for a while in Canada, Sodis was on Netflix for like six months, yeah, but was. I don't think it is anymore. No, um, but you never know when they'll show up on like you know one of these streaming services. So keep the eyes peeled. But yeah, that's uh that's our our just our introduction mm-hmm. to the BL tag because it's not a genre. <laughs> one thing I want you to remember from this whole episode is it's not a genre, it's a tag. <laughs> and maybe we'll like do like a my drama list full of like all of the BLs that we recommend. Yeah. You know, and yeah. once we talked about it or something, yeah. Absolutely. Before we sign off, coming up, uh, we have on the 18th, so this Saturday this Saturday, 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 yes. The 18th is a Saturday, the 18th of June. Coming up after you listen to this episode, we will be having a full, like, we're going to be on live streaming. We're going to be live streaming on our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash certified nudas, which we hope you go like and subscribe. You know, the usual YouTube nonsense. Uh, We're going to be just having, like, a chill hangout where we talk dramas and music and, you know. Anything, really. We'd love you to come and chat with us and talk and tell us what your favorite dramas are. Um, And if you have any questions about anything you heard today, We'll be there. We'll be there to chat about it some more. Uh, in addition, on the 20th of June, on our Discord, which is free for anyone to come join, we will be having a watch party for the premiere of the new Netflix show, Alchemy of Souls, uh, which I'm pretty pumped for. I think that's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be at 8 p.m. And the live stream is going to be at 2 p.m. on Saturday. And then watch party 8 p.m. next Monday. So we hope you stop by and come hang out with us and have a great time. Anyway, thank you for listening. You can find all of our episodes wherever podcasts can be found. But if you want links and everything to talk about, they go to certifiednunas.com, our home on the web. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certifiednunas to become an official member of the Certified Found family. They're the people who support this podcast and they're the best. We think they're great. Uh, Please join our Discord and we're on social media. We're on all social medias, but it's easiest to find us at Instagram and Twitter specifically, which is always at Certified Nunas, one word. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. Maybe check out a few BL dramas if you never have before. Uh, Stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 My mom told me I (laughs) should... You are not talking to My mom told me to talk to, apparently. Okay.